Eagles Entertainment. On Wednesday, November 17th, Eagles players spoke to the media. First up, quarterback Jalen Hurts. Hey, how you doing? How are you a different quarterback than last year when you first started against the Saints? Um, I think with the years of time, I've, I've just grown. Um, been, been able to, to build better relationships with my team, uh, learn the city, learn everybody around here uh, throughout the different changes we've had. We've had, had a lot happen since um, my first start, um, but I think I've just overall grown. I've had the approach of just getting better every day, um, putting the daily deposits in, um, and just trying to grow, grow as a player, grow as a leader, grow as a, as a man. We often hear about quarterbacks watching other quarterbacks in terms of the throwing part. Are there other quarterbacks that you've watched over the years in terms of their running ability? Uh, or is that just more instinctive for you? Um, I, mean, I, I, watch, I, I, watch, I watch the greats. Um, I, I, love, I love good football play. I love great football play. Um, you know, I love watching Peyton Manning and um, seeing what he has to say, um, the detailed episodes he makes, um, he actually sends them to me. Um, and having a relationship with him, um, I, I enjoy that. Um, you know, meeting Teddy Bridgewater in person, um, that's a guy I watched coming, coming, coming out of high school. Um, we was at Louisville, and then obviously seeing him um, going to Minnesota, and just a ton of respect for him and the things he's overcome, um, and the player he is. Um, I met Cam this year for the first time, a guy that everybody watched as a kid. Um, everybody, I mean, electric player at Auburn, and um, he, he's had a great career in the NFL. Um, so many great players. I'm, I'm, I just try to be a sponge to it all um, and learn learn whatever way I can to answer myself. I'm sorry. When did you hear from Pete? How did he? Uh, how did he reach out to you? Well, I've, I've always had a good relationship with the Mannings. Um, um, Coop, uh, Art, uh, Mr. Archie, Archie, um, Eli, and Peyton. Since the the camp I went to when I was sophomore, maybe going into my sophomore year, and we just maintained that relationship. And um, always little nicks here, um, little things that I can learn from, pick their brain. But um, yeah. Yeah, I value that. I value that. I value the Mannings um, and the relationship I have with them. What is the thing you've learned from people? Um, he's just really, really detail-oriented, very detailed. You talk about doing walkthroughs. He's a guy that I mean, everything was really full speed until the snap, but he, he's going through checks. Even in the offseason, um, the amount of detail he has in the offseason when he's with his receivers, um, you'd think he had – I mean, he did. He had scripted plays out there. He had um, – a special routine, so I admire that and hope to, to continue to carry that on. Where does he send you? He says he sends you like cut ups or yeah, just of his game or just just detailed things, football. Have you noticed any uh, differences in the Saints defense from last year when you played them in your first start to this year? I have a lot of the same guys. Um, you know, they had great players last year. They're great players again this year. Um, great defensive ends. Linebackers are really going to hit it downhill and flow to the ball. Everybody's rallying to the ball. I mean, they're, they're really good in coverage in the back end. So, um, so it's a good, it's a good, a great defense we're going against. Dan, when you and the coaches sit down and try to figure out how a defense is going to play you, how do you how do you go about that? Because there aren't a ton of quarterbacks in the league 
to have the, the dual threat ability? Um, I I think I, I don't know. I, I just let them let them do what they do. Um, kind of go throughout it. Go, we have our meetings, um, and, and we just communicate as it goes on. Um, you know, a lot of it comes from how you practice. I think um, that's the most important thing. Practice, you know, gives you the best imp uh, indicator for the game and what's to come. So going out there and executing whatever it is we have in practice, um, believing in that, going out there and trusting that and carrying it over. He's given to us today. Uh, Nick said that third down pass you had from Goddard. Earlier this season, you might have tucked that away. And, and this time you stopped and, 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 and you threw it. Is that something you agree with? And, and how did that evolution kind of happen? Um, I mean, it's... I think I said it after the game. It's something that, um, you know, I mean, I do. I, I can run it. I can throw it. It's that ability to keep a defense on on their heels, um, and I think we've we've used that as a positive thing. Um, and ultimately, you know, when you just felt it, you know, felt it, made the throw, moved the change. Uh, I guess another day in the office. Has that, been, has that been has that been an emphasis over over the course of the past few weeks? In For me, it's been an emphasis to convert on third downs and scoring the red zone, whatever that looks like. Whether it be jumping over a guy, standing there, throwing it, whatever it is, just getting the third down, conversion, moving the sticks, and getting points. Um, and we came out and opened the drive and didn't score in the red zone. Um, so. About hey, it's going to take some time for this team to click with everything going on. Coming off a win last week, do you feel like going into this game, the way you won last week, you kind of have a different sense or different view of this week as far as hey, you know, you're starting to make progress? Or I think it's the the same emotional approach as the football team, um, the same mentality, the same attack. Um, just going out there and get better every day. Let everything can let everything handle itself. Go out there and get better every day. Attack the day. Um, you know everything else handles itself. Do you feel like at all it's starting to, you know, kind of click at all? I think I think as a team, um, I think as a team, you know, you, you you get the confidence of of executing at a high level. You know, execution fuels fuels emotion. So when you do something at a high level, that naturally comes. So we just want to continue to attack the process of that result. Um, and that's and that's just going hard every day, going hard every day. Do you have conversations throughout the week with guys like um, either Greg Ward or Jalen Rager, uh, just about targets and, and making sure that they're they're still feeling involved and important? No, those, those, those guys know. They go, they, those guys know. Um, they know their importance to this team and this offense. Um, and, Absolutely talking to them about different things that we could potentially get to throughout the course of a game. Um, everybody's involved. Um, everybody's involved, you know. Your evolution on the field. You just mentioned growing with your teammates, comfort with the city uh, off the field. How much does being more comfortable just in this environment, how much did that help your evolution as a player? That comes with time. Um, that comes with time, you know. Everything, everything becomes finer with time, and I think for me, um, I've gotten a lot more comfortable with, with a ton of different things. Whether it be the city, like I said, um, the coaches, overall building the relationships to bring that comfort, um, and you know that comfort typically it probably brings success. So, thanks, John. Thanks, Thank you.
Next to the podium, offensive tackle Lane Johnson. Lane Nick, Lane Nick earlier today said that you know you played a really solid game, very physical. Are you? Did you feel that way? And do you feel like you're kind of getting better each week since you've been back? Yeah, just uh, I guess feeling comfortable. I guess. Uh, yeah, we played really good football. I guess the past three weeks, really uh, balanced. Russian tax been probably the most uh, best. Of, I guess we've had here in a while, so I'm excited about that. And like I said before, um, the more teams we play, the more times we're going to try to stop that and take take away what we're doing good. And so that's what we're preparing for this week. As good as you guys have been in the run game, how much will it help the run game if you guys can't get Miles Sanders back? We got a whole stable. I mean, everybody's everybody can can run, can do good things with the football. I'm excited to have him back. He's a, he's a tremendous player, tremendous person, and. Yeah, man, we got a we got a lot of guys back there. Like you said, you got yeah, late on home, the home record. You guys still have a long game. Are you, are you, are you going to change? Do you change? Yeah, we want to change that. Yeah. What I mean? Do you change the routine or anything? Or I mean, what? Put my socks on different. I guess I don't know. We got got to do something different. How yeah. How frustrating is that? It's very frustrating. No, the fans are very frustrated about it. So, uh, you know, we got to switch it up this week, and uh, we got to put on different socks or on a different uniform, something, change it up. Well, Nick, Nick was talking about how aggressive the Saints front was. Frank, Saints front is. What do you see from them thus far? Number one, stopping the run. So, kind of strength versus strength. Very good. Very good D line. Very good linebackers. Probably the most active linebackers we'll see. I got Cam Jordan this week, so tremendous matchup for me. Uh, Marcus Davenport, also a great player, but uh, Demario Davis there in the, in the for the linebacking core is very instinctive. Breaks up a lot of. A lot of run game schemes, so you gotta gotta keep out keep what makes Jordan so so good? Can't hurt him. Uh just probably he's all around play. He's you know, he's bigger than most edge guys. He's probably around two ninety, so he does a good job of stopping the run as well as, you know, all the sacks he's had over his, his career. What does he I was just—I was just feeling uh, good. We got a first down. Uh, yeah, uh, that one defender—he's trying to cross my face. He—he he was late to the play. Other than that, man, just Jordan. Jordan. I mean, everybody's really running the ball really well right now. So no matter who we give it to, so try to keep that going and moving forward. Like I said, these teams are going to try to stop the run and make us—you know—force a force the pass or, or change it up, so we know that. When you say something about the game against the top rushing defense and, and how well they play against running, do you kind of have to have in the back of your minds also as coaches got to be patient with the running game? Yeah, I, I believe so. I mean, there's times where uh, we haven't ran the ball well early on. You keep consistent, and eventually you'll have those big plays that, that break. And But, yeah, that's a, that's a good call. How big is it that you guys have had this stretch of games together as a group, the five of you? Um, and it's something you guys haven't had for a couple of years to have that kind of really. Yeah, it goes all goes back to to communication. When you have the same guys, I think you have you know less chance of having mental errors. The more snaps you get with each other, but yeah, man, we got Beast on the left, me and Jack there on the right, Kelsey in the in the middle, and we're slowly picking up steam. What does the phrase "execution fuels emotion"? What does that mean to you? That's a phrase that Stout said ever since he got here. So you know, usually when somebody gets emotional in place because they executed well or Vice versa, so that's where it came from, from Stout.
When you guys are uh, imposing your will on the ground game like you have been the last three weeks, can you tell the effect that it has on, on opposing defensive linemen? Do you hear them saying anything in between snaps? I just, like I just know everybody's tired. I mean, they're tired. We're tired. We're trying to show we're not tired. They're trying to show that they're not tired. And you do that for the rest of the game. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it makes the game a whole lot easier um, when you can run the ball like that. It makes play action effective. It uh, makes them more tired in the past game. So it makes, it, makes the whole game a lot easier. Guys were pretty pumped up out there after some of Jordan Howard's runs. Is, is there something about the way Jordan runs at old line? Appreciate in particular. He's always falling forward. I mean, he's always he's, he's a big guy too, uh, 220, 230, whatever he is. He's just always falling forward, always physical. And just uh, I think what we're happy about just you know how he was in training camp. We saw this in training camp, and he's on practice squad for a few weeks. And then when he got his chance, he's always he's always delivered. I mean, everywhere he's been, he's always always been a great running back. I mean, we've been doing it around here for so long. It's, it really goes down to, to communication. That's really what it all goes down to. Uh, hearing, uh, you know, it's a little bit more difficult on the road to hear, um, you know, some of the calls being loud. So at home, it makes it a little bit easier for us communication and and getting all that. You know, all the way across the board, from front side to the back side of the play. Since you've come back, uh, has football been good for you? Are you having fun playing football again? Yeah, I just mentally, I feel, I feel good. I'm not, you know, like I was earlier uh, during training camp or the first year. I just, I don't, I'm not feeling those uh, side effects, the issues that I was dealing with. So, really, just life's life's a lot easier in general. If the running game is harder uh, this week. Has Jalen Hurts showed, did he show maybe in the first half of Sunday that he can make the offense work with his arm as well? Yeah, he's a couple big-time throws. Um, one to um, Devontae, um, a few others, maybe all over the place. But what I like about him, too, is that he can also, if, if a play breaks down, he's able to, you know, 20-yard scamper here, 30 yards here, and that's that's demoralizing to a defense whenever you have everything matched up perfectly and you know maybe protection breaks down, he's able to get those yards. That's that's a big time thing. Yeah. Last year you didn't play, um, but uh, Malcolm was was pretty pumped up in, in that game. What do you think it's going to be like with him on the other sideline this week? Hard to want to say. I mean, Malcolm Malcolm was a pivotal guy here for many years. Uh, really got a lot of respect for him. How he approached the game, how he played, was really um, you know tremendous player for us for all those years. So I know he's he's ready to come back and and get back for, for last year. How's uh, Brandon doing? You got a sense that he's, he's getting close? Looking good. I see him every day. I don't know the, the situation, but, yeah, if I, if I could have him next to me, I would, but roll with the punches. Thanks, Thanks Lance. Thanks, Lance. Up next, defensive tackle Javon Hargrave. Hey, Javon. How, How are you doing, doing man? I'm good. Um, I wanted to ask you, you've obviously seen more doubles than you did earlier in the year. Does it ever get frustrating to deal with that? And how do you handle it? I mean, it definitely gets frustrating sometimes. Um, but at the same time, it just shows how much respect, I guess, the other team has for you. So I really don't um, let it get to me at all. Are there specific coaching points for how to try to beat them and split them? Like, do you have to do di things differently than when you see a one-on-one? Almost -on -one? Oh, definitely. Um, we. We got different techniques that we try to use, but I think the important thing is if I get double-teamed, the other guys win in their one-on-ones. Is it kind of like you can't get too far out of yourself trying to beat it because you have to 
like be disciplined in a way? Yeah, you can't do too much because you can mess up the whole brush of things and um, it can cause quarterbacks to step up or you can just, you know, do bad things for the team. So, like I said, um, if I'm getting doubled, um, getting a slide, like Fletch been killing his dude or Sweat or DB um, getting a one-on-one. Sweat's appreciative of it? Because he was doing hey. it for you for a while. Uh, yeah, he, he he destroying people right now. So he definitely loving it. Oh, yeah, Rodney's somebody who done played a lot of football, so um, won a Super Bowl. So we definitely lean on him, the, um, you know, going through the week and preparing through the week. He come and talk to everybody, um, giving us little tips and things or just pushing the defense uh, whole whole team to go harder. But like you said, consistency and, you know, everyday life is a big thing. Um, when things ain't going right, you just lean on consistency and you'll start seeing the results. In the summer, the past few weeks, uh, the running game's been pretty effective. When you go up against them in practice, what makes those guys uh, you know, tough to continue? Well, uh, our offense, so we don't really go against them um, as a defense, you know, um, but we got great bats. Um, like you see, uh, Boston Scott done played a lot of football, Jordan Howard, he was a monster for Chicago. He actually killed me my second year in the league. Um, and you know Miles, Miles is a guy. Um, so we got great bats, and most importantly, we got a great offensive line. In the summer, you were pretty confident you'd get a career high in sacks this year. You've been kind of sitting at six now since the Carolina game. How eager are you to get that next one, to get that career high? Man, I'm always eager to get a sack anytime, even if it's not a career high. Um, you know, that's not saying that's how we uh, put in the work for, but that's, that's a big thing we put all this hard work in is the uh, get sacks and get tackles. So, it, it, But like, has it been frustrating that you've been sitting just at that half sack behind for a few weeks now? Oh yeah, you know I'm going a little crazy, but <laughs> I don't, it, it, it feels better when you're winning than when you're losing. So uh, with a win, it made me feel a lot better. Um, but with a loss, I just, you know, talked to myself. I guess you want both, right? Yeah, most definitely. It, it, that, that's, a, that's a perfect combination. JG's. I mean, I think we just most most importantly we just gotta take care of um, this week, New Orleans. Um, you know, this is the NFL, so you can't really overlook and look down and seeing who you playing. It's just most importantly taking advantage and taking um, taking care of New Orleans this week. JG is always. You said different calls? Yeah. I don't think it was more calls. I mean, I think we was uh, more prepared. Um, we know a lot of teams scheme and try to do different things, um, hard counting and uh, quick counting and just do things to frustrate us. So we was more mentally prepared this game. One more for Javon. Uh, they try to do the same, a, lot, a little bit of the same thing, but like I said, we was kind of prepared off of seeing what the Chargers did against us and being more prepared this game. Right. Thanks, guys. We'll get Jordan. Now we'll hear from offensive tackle Jordan Mailata. Uh, 
because this group has kind of had some time now, which you guys really haven't had in a couple of years to, to play as a group. Yeah. Uh, what's, your, what's your thought on that? I think it comes down to two things. You know, like you said, the, the cohesiveness to having the continuity of the same line um, kind of helps building that connection that you need. You know, you, you really need that playing next to the same guy, you know. Is he going to cover my back on, on a play? And, you know, the more and more experience we get to play with the same five guys up front, I think it just, you know, it's the, the connection. It's one of our core values is going to rise. And two, the other part is the coaching. you got Sirianni and Stout, very detailed coaches on the angles of departure, especially Stout. I mean, you guys talk to Stout, you know how he is. And so making sure that all the techniques are being applied, um, covering the what-ifs, what would happen on this play, that this defender did this. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think that's what I got for you. What's different for you between Isaac and Landis? Do they move differently? Oh, 100%. 100%. I think with Land and... I love the guy. You guys know I love Big Bopper. <laughs> Big Bopper. I love Big Bopper. It's like a very athletic fridge. That's Landon. Very athletic fridge. Country strong, insane. I think with, with Isaac, very technique-based. Everything's like just calculated. It's just like, it's almost like he's a robot, you know. But, but he's not a robot because he's not stiff. Not saying Landon's stiff. Not saying that. Not saying that. I love you, Landon. But just saying. No, that's all I was saying. I was it's saying a like. Fridge and a robot. It's a, but it's not a robot. It's like an Android. Android. There's a difference. Okay. Androids and robots. What was your uh, reaction to see uh, Lane on Hill and the time he was burying people? His first, his first down thing. And just also versus where he's come from this season. Just have that kind of joy again. Like... Uh, when I see Lane do that, it kind of inspires me to kind of do the same thing, yeah. you know? That's like infectious. It's great. It's Lane doing Lane things. It's, you know, that's what he, he's just showing emotion. You know, execution fuels emotion, and that's one of the things that you know, Coach Stout always says. And, and you can see it with Lane's, you know, when he does that little first down action. It's just the emotion. When you execute the right technique and you get, get rewarded for it, you can't help but celebrate. Just don't face the defender because you might get flecked. Oh, it's great. It's great when you see it. And then you see the bad players and you're just like cringing. You're like, oh, damn. Like, you just did the same play and you, you know, displaced that dude and you watch the next play and you're like, what happened there? So it kind of goes both ways. You know, we don't really blow ourselves up. Um, we really just, Stout will never let you blow it up. You know? So we come in there and we, we understand. We know the plays that we were messed up on. So we're just kind of just sitting there counting down on the plays that, you know, like, oh, I know what plays next. This is the one where I messed up. And so it's kind of nice. A couple, a couple, a few, a few. You know, if we're going to be honest, and um, you know, it, it kind of grounds us. You know, we go into a room like that, and the coach doesn't blow smoke up anybody's behind. So it's it's easy, or well, not easy, but it's a, it's a nice balanced progression in that room. Is it tougher to go? When you play the Chargers, you guys are very downhill. Um, yeah, it, it definitely means that we've got to get off the mate blocks or combo blocks a lot faster with those downhill linebackers. But, yeah, they were, they were doing uh, similar things to what the Chargers were doing, you know, with moving the front, 
moving the four down linemen or five down linemen. So, yeah. Yeah, I messed up. Execution was bad. Um, you know, I, we practiced that play so many times and I think it was just a timing error on my part. You know, we have different techniques on that play and I just, I took too long. The timing was off. And then when I realized, you know, how far Boston was downfield and when he caught the ball, I, was, I knew I was going to mess it up. And I tried to be in balance and I ended up just screwing the play over. So, yeah, that one's on me. The, I do a better job. That's giving away the coaching tips, man. <laughs> Basically, I just got the timing down right, all right? They're giving away the, the technique, but got to get the timing down right. It was on me, um, you know, so it's got to be better. How was the play that Jalen checked? Yeah, he checked to that play. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Next, linebacker TJ Edwards. I said, hey, he can, he can take the top spot. He, <laughs> He's got the longer tenure, it's fair. Uh, so I think from the start, Davion's a guy who came in and um, was just eager to learn as much as he could. And I think, you know, mentally it's, when you're looking on it, just from a blackboard standpoint, it's easier to kind of understand, but you really have to do it to, uh, truly understand how everything works and you just see him week by week uh, fixing mistakes that he's made in the past or um, even trying to tell me some things that he sees and so I think you know week by week we're continuing to grow together and um, I think you see that with his play starting to really show up in big time moments in the game. Yeah. I think he's been really in tune with e, the quarterback's drop. So if it's a deeper drop, he's going to get more depth. And if it's a, a shorter drop, he's going to be more more set and ready to break. And you see him, as soon as the ball's thrown, you see him now flying around, his feet are in the ground, and he's um, ready to move, which is tough at linebacker because you're looking at so many different things. So I think he comes in and he wants to focus on one thing at a time and get better at that, and he's done a great job of that. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a still a really good offense. Um, you know, I think he definitely brings a different dynamic just in terms of the player that he is. But um, just in schematically how they run things is uh, they're very structurally sound and they're very technically sound. You know, their O-line does a great job of, of moving people and getting people to, to kind of chase and then cut it right back. So, and then obviously you throw a guy like that into the mix, it makes things a lot more difficult. Nick sort of gave you credit after the game for helping to set the tone of physicality for the team. Is that something that you take seriously? Um, I mean, it's it's one of those things that's kind of just how I've always been taught to play. Um, I think from a young age, that's something that I've always wanted to do. And, um, you know, going into college, I wanted to continue that. It's really the only way I know kind of how to play. So I just try to, you know, do my job to the best of the ability that I can. And, um, you know, if I can dump someone, I'll, I'll definitely be ready to do that. Are there, like, other things in your life that you take, uh, like, physicality? Like <laughs> Not really. I'm actually, you know, like, pretty – pretty shy and, and all that stuff but just when you're on the football field there's only one way to play in my opinion so just kind of how, how it's been. Well you have a day like today where you guys have a walkthrough in the middle of the week obviously your buy's not yeah. until real late in the season. Um, how big is that? You had a day off earlier. Yeah. How important is that for you guys at this point in the season? Yeah I mean it's big time you know especially uh, coming off a, a physical game like the last one we had 
um, it was, you know, awesome a coach to, to give us kind of Monday to let our bodies heal. And uh, today has, has been a huge mental day. You know, we're still got a couple walkthroughs and things like that where guys are super locked in mentally because, um, you know, we know because just because we're not practicing, it's still something that we need to make sure we're on because we got a really good team coming in here on Sunday. TJ, the, uh, you're playing the Saints that I kind of played them. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's it's tough that we haven't got one at, at, at home and, um, you know, we're definitely not trying to lose at home. So it's it's one of those things. But I know we're excited just in terms of what this game means to, to everyone, means to us just to keep our momentum going. And um, But we also know we have a really good team coming in here, so we have to be at our best. You have a, uh, you know, a lot of good teams in Yeah, I mean, again, I think you look at every game like it's a must win, uh, especially in, in our league. It's it's one where we know we didn't start off as hot as we wanted to. So we know that these these next games mean everything. And, um, you know, you can tell just by the focus and the energy that everyone's kind of carrying with them this week that uh, how important these games are in these next games, you know, going forward. The Saints still have Taysom Hill on their roster and they still sometimes use those special packages. How much yeah. time are you guys devoting to preparing for that? And what have you seen so far this year from them? Yeah, I mean, they, they, again, he's their Swiss Army knife. He does a lot for them in terms of, you know, even special teams. And I'm watching tape on him and teams. And um, But he comes in and they, they know what they want to do with him. So it's something that we have to account for. Um, you know, he makes a lot of plays with his feet. And he can also throw the ball from, you know, obviously we played them last year when he was a starter. So uh, we know a little bit about how he plays and what they kind of want to do with him. So we'll have to account for him for sure. Uh, we just did walk through today, so I honestly couldn't tell you. If I'm be honest with you. TJ, how obvious is it that Javon is getting a lot more attention and does that show up pretty easily? Yeah, I mean, you just when you watch the film, you just see how how destructive those guys are up front, especially you know him and Fletch, uh, just in the middle, just causing havoc and obviously making our jobs a whole lot easier. So, you know, you want you can tell just kind of how teams are scheming us that they're going to want to get bodies to those guys, and um, just because of you know what they've done in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you know it's the NFL, and um, I think that's the best part about this league is the best person is going to play, and no matter what, uh, you know your experience or things like that, it's you're going to come in, and uh, if you're ready to play and you're playing well, you're going to keep on rolling. And I think this coaching staff does such a good job of trusting the guys and, and giving us kind of the keys to what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to do it, and um, we just go out there and execute after that. So it's been good. Appreciate you guys. Up next, kicker Jake Elliott. So we know that you've, you've kind of mastered a lot of different sports and played a lot of different sports. But from a competitive standpoint, when you're, when you're waiting on a kick or waiting to kick the ball and you, and you know it's a pressure situation, what goes through your mind as a competitor? Oh, I don't know. I mean, to me, every kick's kind of the same. It's it's just a routine I get into on game day. Um, I go through my process. Um, as a competitor, um, I feel like it's a little bit of a different mindset when you get into a game, obviously. Um, a little bit more locked in. Um, obviously, you're getting put in certain situations where there are clutch moments or pressure moments, and those are the areas you kind of just got to uh, live to enjoy. And um, 
know, that's where becoming an NFL kicker is, is what I want to do, is you, you got to thrive in those situations and um, want to be in them. What's the difference between you as a kicker this year versus uh, last season, other than making more kicks, obviously? Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm definitely in a good, good mind space, um, uh, kind of getting into a little bit of a rhythm. Um, and, and that's a that's a big part of being being a kicker anywhere. Um, anyone you ask is going to tell you once once you kind of get into a rhythm, um, you're confident. Um, it, it just becomes a little bit easier. Mike Clay yesterday talked about the relationship you and Aaron and uh, Rick have. I mean, how did how did that kind of develop uh, through the course? I guess of the off season. Yeah, I mean, we spent a lot of time together um, on and off the field. Uh, we spent a lot of time off the field together, and I think that obviously that chemistry helps. Um, gotten a million reps together, so. Everything's clicking there. They've been outstanding all year, so it's making my job easy. Anything off the field-wise you guys do together with family? Uh, me, me and Sip, me and Aaron golf a lot. Um, gotten to know his wife a little bit, so, I, I mean, we're, we're spending a lot of time together. You said that you're a golfer? Uh, I am. <laughs> uh, block uh, on a field goal Sunday. I'm sure you watch the other team, you know, when they're kicking. Can you tell, like, Hey, that looks like we might get a block there or something. I mean, are you in, you watch that? Um, I wouldn't say based on alignment. No, you can't really tell. It, it all happens kind of, kind of really quickly. So um, obviously, a gap opened up there for him. Um, we had obviously a great scheme drawn up. Clay, Clay did a great job this week, <clears throat> and uh, came on, squeezed through there, and made a heck of a play. Is there a part of you that like feels for the other kickers? Uh, I mean, five. during during the moment, I don't I don't think so. I mean, it's. It's obviously a tough situation. It's obviously not his fault. Um, he, looking back, kind of he hit a great ball. He got it off in time. We just we, we made a heck of a play. You've been uh, pretty, I should say, pretty good. You've been perfect on extra points this year. Is that a particular area you've uh, focused on? Uh, I wouldn't say it's a particular area I focused on. Um, I would just say making making good foot to ball contact, having good rhythm, hitting a good clean ball, whether it's a field goal or extra point. That's what I that's what I focus on. We spoke a few years ago about when they moved it back. It's it's no longer the gimme, and like mm-hmm. percentages uh, show that. So yeah. So how often do you kick from that distance during the week? Um, obviously, you're going to get most of your kicks there. So uh, I mean, throughout the course of the year, I don't I don't know what the stats say or how many how many I've kicked or anything like that. But obviously, you get most of your attempts from that distance. So. Um, whether we start with that during a, period, a field goal period or end with it, you're usually getting one or two there every time you're kicking with the team. So, from, a, from an amateur eye, like, it's hard to tell the difference you, between. Sorry, a, repeat that. Just uh, from an amateur eye, it's it's hard to decipher the difference between like a good holder and maybe yeah. you know like who, what makes a great holder. I mean, so yeah. what you know in that process uh, makes a, a. I mean, it all it all starts with the snapper up front. I mean, that's it's Rick's job to to get the laces right and put it in the right spot so it makes it a nice seamless uh, transition to the hold, um, and then it's Aaron's job to get it down right on the spot that we have uh, designated, and um, right tilt laces forward if if that isn't um, if that wasn't successful on Rick's part. Rick's part. So I mean, there's a lot that goes into it all in. 1.2 seconds. So it's and it's got to look good. It can't be moving, obviously. So um, we've done a lot of work, and, and Aaron's done a heck of a job. Um, everybody talks about you and how competitive you are. How did that competitive competitiveness sharpen through the years? How, how did you get to be that? Uh, I mean, it's just always been in me. Um, ever since I was a kid, whether it's tennis, whether it's baseball. I mean, whatever season it was, I was I was playing a different sport, and I was trying to be the best at that sport. So. Um, I mean, it it, it kind of just translated into into my kicking game, and um, 
it's a little bit different because you're not you're not really competing against other guys. Um, so you're, you're competing constantly with yourself every day. So um, I think that's that's made me better as a kicker, and um, I think it's a good uh, good characteristic to have. When you think about when you first got here, you kept a, a pretty low profile. It's year five for you now. You're one of the veterans on on this team. Has has that changed behind the scenes? Like, like, are, are you more of an active, uh, I guess, person behind the scenes in the, in the locker room and whatnot? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's I try to be here and there. Um, you know, try try to get my input where where it's due. But uh, at the same time, it's I'm I'm focused on my job, whether it's year one or year five or year ten, fifteen, whatever it is. So. Um, I mean, we have a very tight knit group in the specialist room, obviously, and you know, it's it's the same work going in as, as year one. When you evaluate yourself and a field goal is blocked, what are the what are the coach? I guess the internal coaching points for you when it's blocked when you see that play. Um, I mean, for me, I know right away whether whether I hit a good ball or not, or whether the timing was off if we were slow. Um, so I, I know all that stuff right away. I can go back and look at the film, but. Um, you know, it's not my job to go back and critique what everyone else is doing. I think we've done a heck of a job on on field on the field goal protection all year. Um, the one that we did have blocked early in the year, I mean, the the guy just made an unbelievable play. There's everyone's in the NFL here. Everyone's gonna make a good play. So, um, but for me, I, I pretty much know right away. I'll go back and watch it and, and just look at it. But what about uh, Clay's approach stands out to you? Uh, Clay's awesome. I mean, he's he's competitive. He likes competing with us. Um, <clears throat> he draws up great schemes every week. He's he's relatable. Um, the guys love him. The guys love playing for him. Um, so it's it's been a great transition. Really enjoy it. How does he compete with you? He's not kicking <laughs> field goals. Uh, you'd be surprised. Drop kicks, throwing the ball around, trying to hit uprights. It's it's always it's always competition. He was a long snapper in college. Is he? Yeah, has he shown you guys any of his skills? Yeah, he'll throw it out there every once in a while. He's still got it. He's still got it. And lastly, cornerback Darius Slay. Defensive player of the week. Uh-huh. Is that kind of an affirmation of the season you're having? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, that's good. It's, you know, it's a blessing to be on that list. I felt like I should have won it twice. This would have been the second time right now. I should have won it Carolina, but it's okay. You know, it's all good. Uh, but like I said, I appreciate being on that list, man. A lot of great guys be on that list. And, um, you know, I just kind of keep building from that. Are you going to start asking for reps of returner now? I've been asking that since I've been a rookie. And, you know, coaches, in, even when I was in Detroit, they didn't believe in me to do it. But uh, I can do it. I, you know, I, I make stuff happen when I get the ball in my hands. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just taking my job seriously first. So I'm going to be a corner, man. I love playing corner. But, uh, you know, I thought we had a receiver to catch me a little bubble or a slant, man. I'm trying to take it to the crib. <laughs> the video of uh, you and Devontae squaring up there. Can you, can you break that film down? This is how I went. <laughs> I won two out of the, uh, the three times we did it. You know, he keeps talking about, oh, he wasn't ready. Uh, when they do go no huddle, I wasn't ready sometimes, and he catch the ball, and he counted as a win against me. So he wasn't ready. I, I was ready. So I broke loose. If the ball was there, I would have caught the ball. But if we had the ball, I would have been 3-0. But just because he had a good release on a uh, good, good coverage on the last one, I gave him 2-1. So, probably saw yeah, I, I told him. He, you know, he played. He said he played safety before, so he should. You know, he got good. He's an athlete, honestly, man. He's a great athlete, man. He could do both sides, honestly. I think he can. Uh, he competitive. So uh, I know if the ball was up in the air, I knew it was gonna be a pit because he, if he can make a play on it, he's gonna make a play on it for the uh, defense can uh, can catch it. What was your view of his 36-yard touchdown catch he made in Dallas? I loved it. I told him, man. That's what you gotta do. You gotta, you know, got. 
top him, on top of his head. Got to get right over on this guy. So uh, they got a good familiar to, they familiar with each other, man. His old teammate, two great players, man. Definitely, I got that guy was in the best position he could possibly be in, Patrick. And um, you know, he just who wanted the more at that time, and uh, Devonte wanted the more at that point. And um, you know, both two good players, man, competing at a high level. There was some talk this week about just getting a win at home, and for whatever the reason is, you guys are great on the road. At home, not so much. All right. Yeah, it's been a lot of talk, man. You know, we we be looking back at it, man. Like, man, we need, you know, the fans deserve a win. And we know we do. Uh, we've been close at home, man. But as we look at it, you know, a lot of the home games been real tough, you know, uh, as in teams. You know, we had Tampa, freaking uh, Kansas City. You know, we played probably three or the four last teams that won, you know, went to the Super Bowl. And uh, so we, we just, um, you know, we just got to win. And that's what we want to do. Definitely at home, man. You got to defend home. And, shoot, that's our goal this week. Who first called you big play? Uh, my coach in, uh, at, uh, um, dang, Coach Collins. He's right there. He's the head coach right now at uh, Georgia Tech. And uh, he the first. He gave it to me my, uh, right when I first got to Mississippi State, man. He said, man, you should be big place late because I came into camp literally a week into camp probably like with 10 picks, like going crazy. I'm like, oh, this, it's the SEC. The SEC trash. And I was going crazy. Does anyone <laughs> call you big play? Yeah, he's going to no, that's either, it's going to be big play or slay. If I hear the D name, I got a problem. Not Mr. Sexy, I thought Mr. Sexy. That's cool, you know what I'm saying? That's when I get, that's when I get swagged up, put my, put my ice on, you know, uh, get swaggy for the plane. Yeah, I'm Mr. Sexy then, but game day, I'm, I'm big play. Trevor Simeon, what do you and the Saints offense? What, what what challenges does Simeon present as a quarterback? A lot, man. He's a smart guy, man. Been in this game long enough. Um, you can tell he's very smart, man. He can make the right reads, and um, he he's doing the best he can for the team. You know, uh, he's doing a good job. I say, man, controlling. You know, got Kamar over there playing well. Uh, so we just gotta um, don't let him control the game. Mostly my part. He's playing great, man, playing with a lot of confidence. I mean, that's one thing uh, some young guys who's are lacking coming into this league is confidence, and he don't like it. And um, he just coming in and compete every day, uh, at willing to ask questions to get better. Uh, you know, a lot of guys be feeling like they can't ask another man questions to get help, and that's the hardest part about being a man. But when you're a man, just really just open up and just ask you, man, how can I get better? You know, that's, that shows you a lot as in, in his character uh, that he want to be one of the best in this game. Ask you a lot of yeah, we, we talk. We probably we talk every Thursday. I right? that's our talk meeting. As in, on, we be sitting out on the field for like ten minutes after practice. We either talk about releases or we talk about just life in general, or we just talking just to catch up. You know, so uh, it be just it, we love them talks, man. We talk every day, man. So it be good for us, good for me. You know, his point of view. Uh, good for me to get the information. Good for me to receive information because I'm no bigger than him. Uh, what well, if he need to help me with? I I, I listen as well. So uh, who? I ask anybody. If somebody do something better than me that I feel like that's, that can work and help me improve my game, I ask anybody. Like I said, I've never been bigger, no bigger than nobody. I, I'm not one of the guys that not ask questions. I'm, yeah. On a uh, Rod. Rod seen a lot of ball. Uh, Epps. Um, shoot, I even asked uh, uh, Tay. You know, he played a slot. I say, man, what you be feeling like? You know, if I, if I had to go, if I ever had to go in there. You know, I never know. So uh, it just, I don't, I don't mind answering questions. I've never been that type of guy. To, Devontae, no, no. Devontae's game, does it remind you of anybody that you've gone up against over the years? Uh, just smooth. As smooth he is, he just reminds me of Marvin Jones, man. You know, just stuff like he's just a little more polished route runner than Marvin as a young age. But like Marvin now, he like Marvin now to me because, you know, Marvin was a smooth guy. Uh, shoot, got sneaky speed that you feel like, oh, he's not fast. But then next thing you know, he ran past you. Uh, good routes. 
50-50 balls turned to 70-20, I mean 70-30, 80-20, and he goes up and attack the ball, and um, he don't never complain. And that's what Marvin never do. He never complain. He just go out there, line up, don't talk no trash, just go out there and play, and that's how Devontae is. He just go out there and play. Silent assassin. Speaking about speed, in the pre-draft process, you ran a 4-3-6. If you lined up now, what would you it, Easily. 4-3, probably 8. I ain't that, I'm just that fast. Honestly, I think they, I think it, uh, just combine me line because I probably ran, you know, when they do the little side-by-side -side on the TV, I ran way faster than that, but they tried to cheat me. I probably ran like a 4-3-3. Three, three. I'm that fast. Can you do 4-3-8 now, you think? Easily. On, on, probably backpedaling. All right, Darius, let's go. I'll slay. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.